0: Hi, I'm Alicia Driscoll, founder and CEO of Evolver, and you're listening to Creative Women's Co. Podcast.
1: Welcome. You're listening to the Creative Women's Co. Podcast with Ari, where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of having a small business and being a creative woman entrepreneur. Hi, everyone welcome back to our creative women's scope podcast today i have a very special guest for you and if you are local here in chicago you probably have heard all about evolve her and probably have met alicia and um honestly though i'm just very excited today because we finally get alicia on our podcast yay um Okay, so without further ado, I'm just going to quickly share with you um, how I um, found out about Alicia or how we originally got connected. I can't remember when was this. Um, I think it was like last year, right, Alicia? Yeah. Okay, so it was about um, last year um, that I think I got this phone call from a lady that was asking about like where the wounds go, and then um, letting me know about she uh, about her vision. In building evolve her and i was like oh my god that is super cool and then um as we're talking i hear more and more about um what her vision is and we start getting connected and she start coming to critical women's co event and become one of our member and it just has been a really interesting connection because alicia is like one of our um persona in our (laughs) basically like our membership program so it was being it has been like really really cool to get to know her and finally see her vision come to life Um, when she finally opened evolve her earlier this year so please welcome alicia Driscoll. and alicia would you want to kind of introduce yourself to our audience tell us a little bit more about you in case a couple of our people is not here in chicago
0: yes of course and uh, first off thank you for having me ari Um, I've been excited to connect for this. So glad we're sitting down together to have this chat. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I came from the corporate world. So I worked in corporate for 17 years and uh, worked at places like Live Nation and People um, and on the agency side as well. And I loved what I did, but I just felt like I wasn't um, really fulfilled at this point in my career. And I have two children at home and I was traveling so much and not really ever seeing them either. Uh, So I wanted to start kind of leaning into something that was a little bit more meaningful. And so when we met, you know, I had, I was doing consulting work on different women's tours and events and um, had come up with this idea of Evolver um, last July. And so I transitioned out of corporate and, you know, it was very, um, it was very nice to find the groups like creative women's co and to find you know, women that were of this mindset of just, you know, creating stuff and moving forward and and that kind of thing. Um, And so I found quickly a community that helped, you know, support the vision that I have and and move forward
1: from there. That's just amazing. So can I have, uh, I mean, can I ask you this one big question that I've always been meaning to ask? What was that moment when you feel that this light bulb coming into your mind and you really wanted to start evolve? Or what was that? moment or was there something that triggers that idea or I'm imagining it's not something that you oh my god let's do this I'm pretty sure it's something that you've been um feeling like this is something that you're very passionate about and you recognize it and you start building some of the ideas on that already but when was that moment and how um how did you decide that this is basically your calling now
0: yeah a hundred percent I I uh, was doing that consulting work and I was working on, um, I had worked on the Together Live tour and that went to 10 different markets and helped them build that brand. And then I also worked on a empowerment tour for Nicole, or empowerment event for Nicole Richie. And I just, I loved working in this women's space. And I knew that was always the place where my heart was, was really connecting women and supporting them. Um, But after I started working on these events, I'm like, this is 100% where I want the next chapter of my career to go. And then as I started going to these different meetings in Chicago locally and meeting all these entrepreneurs and women in different businesses and just seeing that passion, the energy that's out there, um, I felt like it was always so fun. And then you went home, right? And yeah. you learn so much or you connect. and And I wanted to really create a space that brought us all together and really supported us in all aspects of life, because I think it's so important to support women, not only professionally, but personally as well. Um, and to be able to create a space where you just come as you are, everybody's welcome. We're all inclusive, and we can really leverage our strengths to help each other, and then create an ecosystem to kind of fuel and um, fuel each other's businesses, and to you know give each other leads and connections as well. So when I came up with the idea, there was definitely—I mean, it was, a, it was a journey, right? When you leave corporate and all of the things that you know you go through, and you're figuring out who you are and this identity. And even if you're not transitioning out of corporate, um, you know, there's different scenarios where you're starting a new business. Um, It's just kind of this mindset and this journey, but I felt like, I, for some reason, I, I felt like I needed to be in either corporate or not. So, stay at home mom or corporate. Like, there was no in between. And what happened to me that, you know what, it's not about fitting in either of these boxes. And I've never really played by the rules. So, why am I going to start now? And then I need to define my own path and just make, you know, a space that I want. And there was not an option for me not to do it. So, that's when I knew it was time to go because I couldn't envision my life without. Uh,
1: moving forward in this direction. That's just amazing. So Alicia, why why women? Like I feel like a, a lot of the time today we've seen so many empowerment towards women um and I actually got asked this question why work with women more compared to wo- working with um men more? So how do you feel about that question? It's like I feel I feel like that is a really interesting question because when somebody asked me that question, I just feel like I love working with women. How about you? Like, what do you feel about like, um, why women basically? Yeah.
0: So I, I think there's a couple of things for me. I've always been a huge feminist, but I kind of believe there's this third wave of feminism that's happening right mm-hmm. now. We've seen you know, mm-hmm. everything that's going on culturally. And I just, there's an opportunity for women to really speak their minds and to be heard. Now we've seen it you know, over the past few years of when women come together and unite, you can actually create impact or be heard. And I think yes. there's a shift. Even if you look at the generations, you know, my mom, she worked for a while and, you know, and then she, she stayed at home and there's kind of this combination of um, that lifestyle. And now, and then they retire, right. And they mm-hmm. or travel or that kind of thing, but there's, now a different shift where women really want to do what they're passionate about, you know, so it's Mm -hmm. not this traditional path. It's like we want to, you know, create a path of our own and do something that we love. And then women also want to be CEOs or, you know, in the higher leadership roles. And so as this culture shifted, and we have a transition in generations, I feel like there's an opportunity for us to really support each other. And the mindset of this, people that are coming in now it's all about collaboration instead of competition and for me stepping out of the corporate side because there's still some of that and you know there always will be um don't embrace that but i think it's just so important that we you know embrace that mindset and we lift each other up and when women come together like the guys have done it forever you know you see the guys going in Mm -hmm. the corporate world and climbing the ladder and they bring their guys with them but because there was such limited space at the top for women it was unfortunately very cutthroat, um, even against women and against each other. And so now I have seen the shift and there's a lot of trends where even in the boardroom, you know, women are standing up for each other and they're making space for each other. And that is just, it's so important. So I think, um, it's, it's about. Supporting each other, lifting each other up, being heard, and then also. I do think there is so much value in our male allies. Like I, I will say in this third wave of feminism, it's about being heard, but then it's not about like continuing to you know burn bras and do all these extreme yeah. radical things. It's about like, all right, let's let's create a space where women can come, we can listen to each other, we can hear what's going on, but like then we make a roadmap to move forward. Then we go and drive towards true equality and in order to actually do that successfully, we need to partner with our male allies because all of us together can create impact and really push mm-hmm. things forward.
1: Is that why you actually create the uh, Involve him? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly. We had, um, it was really interesting to me because I had so many men coming up to me when I created the space and they're like, I love this. Like whatever I can do to support you, support this mission. You know, they tell their wives about it, or their girlfriends or their daughters. And people yeah. just everybody wants to um, progress, you know, as a society and that involve him piece was, you know, coming from the corporate world, there's so many senior men leaders who um, are struggling with a lot of issues that come up corporately and it's, you know, unconscious bias and micro gender aggressions and mm-hmm. um, gender harassment. And so it's the stuff that falls outside of sexual harassment. So you have the extreme, you know, that kind of thing, but um, there's a lot of education that is is real time being creative right now, and we wanted to provide a platform for the men to also come in and to talk about some of those situations that they're in at their workplace, um, and and get you know from peers some input on how to handle those and have a blueprint to support the women at their company and to help you know um, stop the interruptions and to you know stop the harassment and that kind of thing.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. So let's. Um go back to your early days i know a couple of people told me before all of this like support women and empower empowerment for women happened and all the things that we see for women today there was a generation where a lot of like i guess like ceo or women who actually in a higher position are not treating you know, their, their employee who are also women in the right way, right? Think of it like Devil's War Prada movie. Did you feel that it also happened in your early days?
0: You know, I, I will say when I was young, um, there was definitely, I definitely dealt with I mean, a lot of stuff I have worked in media industries or, um, different industries that were definitely boys gloves and you'd have to find mm-hmm. your way. Um, mm-hmm. but there's, I mean, it, it was pretty common back in the day to where, you know, you get harassed or things would be said and, and you just, I mean, you had to deal with it because you were young and didn't know any better. Um, yeah. unfortunately it was more of the norm than, um, not. And so, I'm glad to see that trend is definitely, um, I wouldn't say going away, but it's, you know, moving in a better direction slowly, mm-hmm. but hopefully we'll continue mm-hmm. to progress um, because it is there. I mean, it's across the board. You have to deal with that stuff and, um, you know, it's it's still there.
1: Yeah. So when you were young, Alicia, I know you have a little one too, who is, um, you have a daughter, right?
0: Yeah, but two, I have a, a girl and a boy,
1: a seven-year-old. Yeah. When you were a little girl, though, let's go back to that moment when you were a little girl. Um, Did you dream about becoming your own CEO? No, you know, I
0: didn't. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was definitely a creator, um, Mm -hmm. and I knew I wanted to do something. Like, I wanted to create something, but I didn't know what that job could be. I think I grew up thinking that I needed to have a traditional type of job. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I think I wanted to be an anesthesiologist at one point, <laughs> like, so <laughs> random. Yeah. And a psychiatrist, psychologist, uh, or a psychiatrist, um, so I, I had kind of a, a, I guess, up and down dream path. Um, but for me, my mom, she always had these side projects that she would work on, and she ran a cake company, a cake decorating company, and then she mm-hmm. um, did crafts, and then she did scrapbooks. So she always had these kind of side hustles. And so I always thought I'd have to be on this corporate path, but I always had projects going on. So even it was funny when I took some time off um, when I was going to consulting, I was like, oh, I'm going to take a break. And, you know, just kind of chill for a little bit with the kids. And I found myself side hustling immediately. I just love these passion projects. So I didn't dream of being the CEO, but I always knew that I'd have something of my own.
1: Got it. So what's the most challenging issue that you had to face when uh, building Evolver?
0: Um, I would say it's the one one person staffing in the beginning. Um, gotcha. You know why I thought in the beginning that I would be able to um, just kind of, you know, do all this on my own and, um, you know, hire staffing later on. But it, I'm very fortunate. I had a lot of people helping and, you know, um, Chipping in and donating time and volunteering, and now I have a team um, that is amazing. I couldn't have done it without them. But I think there's just never enough hands because there's so many things we want to do and we want to accomplish. And I feel like there's so much that we can give and you know, and yes. people and, um, and that we want to do to truly create impact. And um, that's probably the most difficult part. And mm-hmm. I we've also recently launched. Um, a girls' program, so evolve for future, and so it's all about teaching girls entrepreneur skills through a life skills lens. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's a great way to where my kids are able to, you know, get involved because I would say that's the other piece there's just this fake. I, I don't believe in the world of the word uh, life balance. I think it's mm-hmm. it's such a, a joke and it's cruel to even say that there is such a thing with technology these days. But I believe in integration, <laughs> right? And so it's much easier to integrate, you know, your life and your kids and your family and your work. If you look at it that way, instead of trying to make it fit in, you know, again, these two boxes. Um, yeah. It's been nice to be able to bring the kids in. they see the space. And um, that was a big, I guess, when on my side coming from where I was traveling to LA, you know, a few days a week and never home, they didn't know where I was going. And so, It it was nervous about it because it's hard to figure out that that life balance um, when you are starting a business. But I work during the day. My kids are very involved. And, um, you know, we bring them down here on the weekends and stuff. But then I go home, I put them to bed, and then I'll work at night. So I at least have the flexibility to make my own schedule.
1: That's fantastic. And ultimately, that's what we all want, right? Especially for women. Um, I remember when I first learn about being a freelancers, I already know that, okay, when I do have kids, I want to sort of work at home so that I can at least watch my kids growing up and all that, um, you know, spending time with my kids here and there and that kind of stuff. So I think that's one of the big motivation that, basically what I do today like I don't want to give this up because this gives me like a really big flexibility of um seeing how my kids grow playing with him take like maybe an afternoon off if I need to take him to I don't know like a playground wherever he actually wants to enjoy right his afternoon or something because that's you're never gonna get that back I mean they're growing up so fast and I don't want to regret this this very special moment you know because there's always going to be work. There's always going to be like a long list of to do's and yes. you can always like catch up to that when they're sleeping or when they're resting or playing with, I don't know their iPad sometimes or TV. <laughs> yeah, honestly though. I mean, yeah. sometimes I feel bad about it, but Hey, yeah. you're going to have to figure out like which one is more important yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Right. So I, I totally agree with you on that. Agree. Um,
0: and the school <laughs> thing too, like just one other thing to add to that is, you know, as they get older, they have so many activities and school and all these things and then you feel mm-hmm. you know of course even more mom guilt because that's what we do <laughs> um, and so you're like gosh i can't do all these but i if you take that time to you know decide and prioritize what are those things that you will miss. um mm-hmm. right, to your point like you have that flexibility to you know go see your daughter sing in a school concert or go to her karate match and see her get her belt you know so there's things that I may not go to soccer practice every day, sure, but I'm, I'm always at the games. And I'm always at those important um, moments in my kids' lives. And I, I agree, it's, you're not going to get it back. So to make sure that you, um, you are able to do that, it's really, really important and nice to
1: have that. Yep. Yep. Totally agree with you on that. Hi there. I'm Leslie Castremere from Creative Women's Co. I'm here to tell you about the collective membership. Many of you have been asking us about how you can be more involved and engaged with us, whether it's through our live events or online. Here's how. Join us as a collective member, starting as low as $9 a month. You can join Ari and many other creative women entrepreneurs for quality conversations at our live and online events, learning brunches, casual cocktail events, panel gatherings, speed mentoring sessions, and more. Also included is a monthly collective members-only live mastermind video call on a variety of topics to discuss your challenges and how you can thrive. All that and more included in your collective membership, starting as low as $9 a month. Join us as a collective member today. Sign up at creativewomens.co slash membership. So um, tell us about a recent moment or experience when you feel deep joy or maybe fulfillment or um maybe like there's a certain type of like satisfaction satisfaction as a business owner or a creative entrepreneur
0: yeah so i would say um recently i've been attending some of my events instead of working them, (laughs) and uh, i've you know been fortunate to have a team you know help out but usually i am not at all events but i came and i just enjoyed um a couple of them and to take that moment because as an entrepreneur, you just go through the motions and you're constantly building. And because you're ambitious or, um, you know, driven to continue to create and there's no strict boundaries around time restraints or anything like that, you just go and go and go. Right. And then there's always Mm -hmm. more that you can do because it's your business and like you're continuing to grow it. Right. So yeah it's oftentimes that we don't stop and just really take a moment to look at everything that you've done or how people are inter- interacting with it and that kind of thing. And so I was at one of my events and um, I was just so, I was just so happy. It just warmed my heart because it was what the space was built for. Like I could see the people just really connecting and I was just meeting so many fabulous people and just hearing the conversations and um and just seeing the connections and then hearing you know that they did business together afterwards and um you know that they found a good friend and they you know both have kids that are the same age and just to like almost be a fly on the wall in my own space and just take it in and really enjoy it that was mm-hmm. a really um impactful moment for me uh, mm-hmm. it, was, it was it was emotional you know because it was what i wanted the space to be and to see it actually come to fruition Um, And to be able to experience it um, and take the moment to enjoy that, that moment was very fulfilling.
1: I bet. Oh, my gosh. Um, As another fellow who also work in events sometimes with Pretty Moments Go, I can totally understand the shoes that you are in. Because when we create events, we're just like running around like a headless chicken, trying to make sure that everybody's going to enjoy the events. But when you come attending an event as an attendee, there's like, different types of appreciation that you start like feeling towards the people who organize the events and then really appreciating how a good event is actually being you know created being planned all that different things and I, i think you probably also know that one and so honestly that was really good to hear coming from you as well alicia so uh next question if you had no limitation at all what would you want to spend your life working towards?
0: Oh, wow. I would um, definitely, it's all about serving and inspiring to me, right? It's all about, you know, Mm -hmm. I I feel so fortunate to have learned everything that I have um, over the past 17 years of my career. And I've had some amazing jobs and been surrounded by, you know, some really um, strong leaders and in different types of industries. And I want to, I want to share that. I want to give that back. I want to help women build their businesses and help them scale them and then help them get funding. So for me, it's really about, um, you know, taking this model and the, the extension of that and how many lives can we touch and how many people can we help? So I'd love to expand and, um, you know, continue to grow the spaces and, um, and educate too and really bring that across the world.
1: That's great. Um, okay, so before I go to my last question, uh, which actually kind of relate to what you were just saying earlier, has there been any time or a moment where you feel like you had a ugly experience or maybe you felt like you were lost or alone in um, creating Evolve Her or maybe like as an, a business owner, has there ever been a moment where you just feel like, this is not how I imagine it's going to be, or this is not something that I was prepared for. Has there ever been a moment like that? Yeah, I definitely think in the beginning,
0: um, there was a lot of those moments, especially around the time we met, um, when I was just kind of coming up with the idea, because I felt it's very lonely when you leave, you know, the corporate world and you no longer, it's fascinating, like how much of your identity is, is your position or your title or your company. And so to leave that, it's like, who are you? And what do you, you know what do you want to do? And you don't realize for a while that you have the same skill set, right? That you have about seventeen years, and you can still do those types of things. But you know, as women, we beat ourselves up, and we are, you know, so hard on ourselves. And when you're alone, you just go into this space that you shouldn't go into. And I think when I found these different women's groups in this community, um, and to be able to talk about things, and you know, to have that accountability or to have those you know, people cheering you on or celebrating your wins or, you know, having resources to point you to if you're having challenges. Like that was so key to me. Um, and mm-hmm. I know how lonely it can be as an entrepreneur, and everybody has felt that, you know, and it's so important to just find this, the group that um, you identify with and that supports you along the way so that um, you don't feel like you go into the dark spiral. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, okay, speaking of like um, being in the community and things like that, um, ever since you find these communities, do you feel that you often, um, I guess, like rely on hearing feedback or advices from the community? Or do you still feel like um, sharing and hearing feedback from your spouse or family more important? Which one do you feel that you're leaning towards more the most?
0: Um, I think it depends on what kind of decision I'm making. I definitely, for Evolver in this space, I'm
1: Mm
0: -hmm. always always asking people questions. We send, you know, surveys and, um, we're constantly trying to keep a pulse of the community and adapting, um, the space for them. Because I mean, honestly, it's everybody's space, all of our members, this is their space and we want them to be happy. We want it to have all the needs that, um, they need to be found here, um, or we mm-hmm. can connect them to the right people. So we want to make sure our events are relevant, um, and that they know the members and are able to engage. So it's very important to have them as part of the. It's like co-creation, right? So mm-hmm. I'm building the space, I'm sure. I'm you know leaving the charge on it, but it's about really taking the input from each other um, to do that. And then I will say. On the um, spouse side of it, I mean, my husband has been so supportive. And um, I mean, he was, he was really good because I went to him in the beginning, and was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to take all of our savings and I'm going to give it to the women of Chicago. I'm guessing that didn't go very well. Yeah. Are you cool with that? And he was, he actually was really excited. Um, I know and he believed in the mission and the vision and you know it's about this legacy too we want to leave it you know the next generation of really helping these young girls and women and um, and everything so he's been super supportive and he's actually taken on uh, he has a full-time job but he's taken on a lot of the home stuff and um, does the kids schedules and everything now so it's I'm very fortunate so I definitely Um, loop him into all the decision-making, but as far as the details of, you know, the experience of the space,
1: I leave that to the community. Got it. So what's next for you and your business, Alicia?
0: Yeah. So we are, um, you know, hoping to expand in 2019, looking at some options there um, and then continuing to layer on some additional new platforms um, that evolve for future We're doing quarterly now, involve him, we'll start launching the series, um, and we'll be rolling out some tracks as well. Um, So education is really important. Um, And again, you know, tapping into the community to see what they need so that we can build out coursework accordingly.
1: That's wonderful. Okay, so is there a personal message or any favorite quote that you would want to share with our listeners?
0: Yes, I would say my favorite quote is um, to... one day or day one you decide and i just love that quote because for me there were i mean for years before i left um the corporate world i knew that i wanted to get out the golden handcuffs kept me there or you know just it was always something and so i'm like oh one day i'll do this one day i'll do this one day i'll do this and i think it, it really puts it in perspective that tomorrow could be day one um and it's up to you to make that decision and have enough faith in yourself to
1: take that leap Okay, so one, I, I promise, this is my last question, where can people find you after this? Yes, so you can find us
0: at uh, www.evolver.community, it's dot .community, not dot .com, and then our um, handle is at evolver on
1: Instagram. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alicia, for spending time with us today. I'm super, basically super excited to finally have you on our podcast. And it's been wonderful getting to know you and being part of Evolve Her. And yeah, I feel like all of this conversation, I hope it's going to inspire whoever's listening to this today. Again, if you want to connect directly with Alicia, make sure to follow her. And you can always also reach out to myself or Alicia, you know, over email or things like that. And I hope this is going to be a great weekend for you guys. And we'll see you again at the next episode. Bye. Bye. This episode was sponsored by Chicalafia Design. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have an amazing day.